Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks for downloading this episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. It's very, very funny. Just before we get into it, though, just a quick word on everyone joining the Patreon. Thank you so much for all those uh, new subscribers to the Patreon. If you're not and you want to be one, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. That's patreon.com dot com slash d-y-k-w-i-a every single week you get a bonus podcast called top five where me and a friend sit down we count down the five things the best five things of a topic of our choice so go to patreon.com slash d-y-k-w-i-a that's all i have to say hopefully you're, you're having a good time wherever you are and uh if you're in lockdown you're doing the right thing if you're not have fun all right enjoy this episode episode 274 with lloyd langford tom ballard Irvi majumda and tim hewitt Don't you know who I am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, as I was looking for other people with my name, I discovered that the ABC Everyday website used uh, my tweet about earthquakes as an example of what not to say to your kids about earthquakes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought... Everyone who reads my tweet would know I was joking. So the tweet was, hey, somewhere there's a dad in Melbourne who just farted as the earthquake happened and uh, (laughs) now his kids think he's a god. Apparently that's not the right thing to say to your kids. (laughs) Nerds. It could have been been much worse. You could have said, Jesus is angry with your (laughs) behaviour. This is because you're gay. Yeah. Who are those voices? Let's meet them now. My first guest shares his name with an American piping designer. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Lloyd Langford. Yay. Hello. Hey, Lloyd. How you doing? Uh, I'm uh, bored shitless. You, so, yeah, you've been, uh, you've moved to Australia and you've been put in lockdown ever since, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we're... Uh, Anne and I are waiting for our baby to arrive, but also because everyone in Melbourne is in lockdown and ordering things online, we are also waiting for all of the baby equipment to arrive. Oh, no. <laughs> How did you explain the earthquake to your baby? Lord? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, Anne and I were both in bed when it happened, and I, she was like, something's happening, and I was like, go back to sleep. <laughs> I think I think because I've been I've been in earthquakes before in New Zealand, so I was I, w- I wasn't scared. Oh, a big tough guy! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> also joining us is a man who shares his name with the Brisbane director of an organisation called Dream It, Build It, Live It. Can you please welcome back? It's Tom Ballard. Oh, I think you've had that one before. Yeah, yeah I have. I st- yeah, but I stand by it. It's a great motto, and um, I was very scared during the earthquake, and I'm not scared to admit it. A, a bit of a hint, uh, Tom. A bit of a peep behind the curtain. All the ones are the same I've done before because I've just, I don't know, during lockdown, not feeling the motivation to go searching <laughs> <and lifting> too much. 
Oh, that's good. Well, but you're still doing the podcast though, so you haven't. Given I know. Up so much. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I'm still writing stuff for the podcast. Just the. Yeah. Anyway, our next guest is a comedian who shares her name with a Hyderabad accountant. Can you please welcome back? It's Irvi Majumda. Hey. Yeah, I know. Fuck her. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I thought when the earthquake happened, my housemate was jumping. Like, a, I literally just thought it was just him doing his like workouts upstairs. Um, but, and he got offend, offended. Didn't help his body image. <laughs> And finally, is a man who shares his name with a technical representative for Cobra Puma Golf. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Tim Hewitt. Yes, the Cobra Puma. Yeah. As I live and breathe. <laughs> I've just realised of of the guests, three of your partners have been on my podcast. Tom, I'm sorry, your your, your partner's not been on the podcast before. What's he doing? Does he want to Does he want to tag in? My current partner. Yeah. Oh, I have had one of your ex-partners on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Oh, it's... A bit of gossip early yeah. here. They, I'll give you a word of advice, Tom. They don't like it if you refer to them as your current partner. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one I'm work, currently working on? Okay, good to know. Thanks, Lloyd. You're so wise. <laughs> All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read out... Status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Okay, here we go. Question one. Me to an audience member last night searching for a little bit of funny comedy gold to riff off in order to bring some laughter and joy into the people's lives. Hey, man, what do you do? Audience member. I'm a Holocaust educator. <laughs> Tim. Tim. Yeah, Tim. Yes, Irvi. It's Tim. No, it's Tom Ballard. I put that oh, to Tom. No, what? I thought Riff, and I was like, gotta be him. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, yeah, inspired by the work of Tim Hewitt, obviously riffing the crowd and yes. trying to yeah. find some riffs. That, that was in Edinburgh, too. I believe he was German as well, so like proper Holocaust education situation now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. So, it's not what you need as a riffer, let me tell you. <laughs> it really did, brought the gig to a halt. Yes. Did you expand? Did you ask further questions, or did you do the whole moving on? <laughs> uh, I said, "What's your favourite Holocaust victim?" And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, my, my very good go friend well. Ben Lomas, who thinks he is the riff king. Uh, he he loves a bit of riffing with the crowd, but any time they say something he doesn't have any material for, he just says "fuck you" and then moves on. And that's yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him at Crab Lab once say "fuck you" to five people in a row because they had no idea what he was talking about. It was like good stuff. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. All right, next question to the people revving their cars: shut the fuck up, Tim. Lloyd. Y- yes, Tim. Uh... Irvy. Yes, you are correct. That was Irvy. A point there for Tim. Doesn't appreciate the beautiful noise. <laughs> <laughs> I live on the intersection of two main roads, um, and that's just all we hear when we go to bed. So um, when the earthquake happened, I also just thought it was like a car going past because it's just everyday life for us. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend uh, moved next to a train station and was angry every time the station doors <laughs> went down. <laughs> And I was like, but you moved next to it. What did you expect? He goes, I just didn't, I thought they'd be quiet at night. Like, I didn't expect And then in the morning, at like five in the morning, when the first trains go. Yeah. But he said, at one point, he almost took an axe to it. He was so angry. He was like, To a train? No. To the the Boom Gate Siren. (laughs) No, he was next to Westgarth Station. Oh, that's that's not far from me. 
And, um, yeah, he is overreacting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three. Partner just said I have a nice ass that is big, but not a big theatre nerd ass. Close as I'll get to a compliment, so I'll take it. Interesting stuff nonetheless. Tom. Lloyd. Yes, Tom. Tim Hewitt? Yes, you are correct. It was Tim Hewitt, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes! That's true. <laughs> Tell us Are you more. thick, Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very thick, actually. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> what, but what is it? Not a drama nerd? What, not a theatre yeah, nerd? Yeah, I don't know. She mean? said, I, I must have been annoying her, as I've been doing in the lockdown. Sure. And, you know, probably shaking my ass and... I was like, you like my ass? She's like, yeah, it's not bad. She's like, <laughs> she's like, it's at least not a really big fat theatre bum. So, you know, Bella, wow. make of that what you will, man. I don't know what it means. Well, but. that feels like a personal attack on me as a, as a chubbier theatre enthusiast. I certainly yeah. would have had one of those, I guess, in high yeah. school. And you've, to this day. You've trodden the boards, Tom. Do you think theatre people have nice chunky butts? Well, not the gay men in the world of theatre, in my personal experience, who you know take their butts very seriously and work quite hard to make sure that they're they're small and supple. But um, sure, there are a few fat butts out there. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. In my experience, it was always like the straight guys that were into theatre in high school that had the big bums. Yeah, I think sure. that's weirdly what she was going <laughs> yeah. on about. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Can't play footy. Might yeah. try and meet a girl by being in the Music Man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Question four. Godzilla versus Kong was absolutely exhilarating nonsense, but I was again disappointed to see Kong up on the big screen with no cock and balls. Irvy. <laughs> yes, Irvy. Lloyd? Yes, you are correct. Whatever, Irvy, yes. <laughs> it really takes me out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw this today. It's going around on Twitter of the uh, two gorillas. One just lying back and the other one just going to town on it just uh, as in like <laughs> going down and performing cunny- cunnilingus no I haven't oh, seen yeah. that yeah it, it's in front of a whole bunch of school kids too who are at the Whoa. zoo and it's just like, it's, wow it's fascinating stuff I didn't I didn't know they did that <laughs> I didn't know in the animal world they'll growl each other out but here we yeah. are 2021 I'm still being surprised that's evolution mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're growing <laughs> Yeah, I went to Bronx Zoo in uh, in New York and saw saw two gorillas sixty nining. Yeah, so actually they can, they can fully do it both at the same time. It was um, dinner for two. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There, I believe there are some uh, chimp chimpanzees somewhere um, where they use the local uh, frogs as uh, like flashlights. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what? we're not so different. The <laughs> Our DNA is very similar. <laughs> uh, also, look, I was going to say, I had a very similar thing about um, the Hulk. I had a tweet about the Hulk saying that, why do we never see his dick afterwards? And then someone said, oh, you do in Avengers 3 or something like that. Like, we don't see it, but um, Captain America sees it and he, he's shook. Mm. Oh, because when he changes from uh, Bruce Banner or whatever, he's, he always manages to keep his pants on, right? Well, yeah, but like, there must be like first first time he hasn't got the stretchy elastic. <laughs> He's naked in Thor Ragnarok, I think. Like he steps out of the shower, and uh, I think Thor cops a cops a big eyeful of his big old oh, dick whoa. and is quite intimidated. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what it was. All right. Oh, speaking on theme, question five. All of my dildos have melted. 
Tom. Tim. <laughs> yes, Tom. No, no, it's Lloyd. No. It's Lloyd. Like, How dare you? I'm sorry. I know you take great care of your dildos. That makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah, exactly. Keeps them in the fridge. Yeah, Lloyd's uh, are built for Welsh weather. They're, <laughs> they're crippled in the Australian summer. They're, they're only suitable for my southern hemisphere, not the actual southern hemisphere. <laughs> so this was a this was a Instagram photo. Yeah, they so um, Anne, my partner, ha, has a, a, a feral collection of um, dildos and sex toys for her character, Helen Badu, and she kept them in like a sealed plastic Tupperware box, and obviously the atmosphere inside got very hot, and they all sort of, they sort of fused together in some <laughs> sort of clusterfuck. Edo's so method. I've always respected. Like that. when you when you get a box of butter menthols and you pull one out and they're all stick together. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Question six. Keep mixing up work speech and life speech. Shunned my friends by asking if anyone has the capacity to pick up wine. Tom. Tim. Yes, Tom. I'm gonna go Irvy again. It, it is Irvy. Yeah, yeah that point is me. Tom. Yeah. Yeah, now that you read it out, it doesn't really sound that funny. It's just more just um, scientific. I like um, it. But then before the pod, you actually were talking about your actual day job and these yeah. these three just sit at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes you feel like your brain's just like not wiring properly, so sue me if I mix up the words, you know? All right, question seven. Ten years ago today, I got to meet my hero and I had a cold sore. Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Tom Ballard. You are correct. A point there for Lloyd, yes. It was me. It was Ben Folds. And it was humiliating. And, uh, I, yeah, big fat coleslaw. So the only photo I have of the of the event of me meeting my hero in person uh, has got a big red zit on my lip. Okay, I could probably just Photoshop out. But um, <laughs> it was still cool, and he's still the best, and we're the best of friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cute. Ben Folds hives over here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Can we mute Tim there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also get cold sores, Tom, and I uh, got I had, had an audition, got a callback, and on the day of the callback, I had a big old cold sore and oh. didn't get the job. And I was like, I reckon it has to be that. It wouldn't have been my performance, <laughs> which was no. no. I would have wore, I would have worn a um, sort of bandana on the lower half of my face, <laughs> and give myself yeah. a bit of mystery. What was it for? What was it for, Tom? I only these days get asked to do um, car ads. They're looking for white guys in their 40s who can play 35 to 45 who look presentable. Yeah, and every time... Surely guys with coleslaws drive cars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's so hard doing um, auditions in lockdown because you have to get your whole freaking house involved. And it's just like, yeah, just everyone just watch me do this audition for the whole day. And then recently I went for one and they... um, obviously didn't get it and the, like the same ad of who got it has been playing on tv like every day oh. rubbing it in for all of us Jeez. i always get beaten by uh people who have been in home and away it's like uh, oh, yeah. they're, they're proper <laughs> actors <laughs> you can't compete with that yeah oh so this is this is good this is this next one's in in uh line as well okay question eight i was hesitant about the vaccine until i saw the recurring amy advertising characters like a toot telling me to vax up tom yes tom Huey? Yes, it was. Tim yeah. Hewitt. Yeah, it's another one for there. Yeah. That's bizarre, yeah. isn't it? That they've sort of got back all our favourites yeah. <laughs> over the years together, yeah. reunited. Incredible reunion effort. 
Because how? Because where you'd vest medical advice in fucking yeah. Katut and what's her name? Rhonda. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and the drag queens. And the end. Yeah, it's all there. All right, question nine. As someone who is freezing all the time, I cannot wait for menopause. Lloyd. <laughs> yes, Lloyd. I'm, I'm going for Irvy. Yeah, well done. Yeah. It was Irvy, yeah. yeah, that's me. I can't help it. I still go to bed with the hot water, two hot water bottles, and like, um, it's really bad for like Jonathan because he gets a heat rash, but I still have to do it. Oh. Um, so. Yeah. Speaking of vaccines, I remember John telling us, and he's like, yeah, I got really hot that night and sweating, but that could be because Thurby has three water bottles in there. <laughs> so, yeah, it could be that too. <laughs> yeah, so I can't wait to feel hot all the time. I, I, I'll probably cut this out. 1936, I'll take that out. Okay, question 10, our final question for the round. Watching 20 to 1 as a kid was the wildest shit, just like Dermot Bruton and Angry Anderson doing talking heads on how good Jamie Lee Curtis's tits are in True Lies. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> yes, Tom. Uh, there can only be one. Yeah. It, has to, it has to be Timothy Hewitt. It, it is Tim Hewitt. Yeah. yeah. Great show. <laughs> the Angry Anderson used to do 20 to 1? Yeah, he what? did. Really? You need, what's, the, what's the concept of this show? Is it, is it just misogyny? <laughs> yeah, and other stuff. It's just, it's just a they play movie heads. clips. So it's just a talking heads, and they okay. choose a topic, and they just have like people on the Channel Nine payroll. So I think Angry Anderson used to do stuff on Channel Nine, like used right. to do like almost like um, oh, what's the guy Jimmy Savile? Well, Jim will fix it. <laughs> Angry Anderson did a similar show in Australia. Like he'll go and help people who are battlers. Really, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you if you are familiar with the subsequent news about Jimmy Savile. <laughs> oh no, do tell. <laughs> it's funny, right? <laughs> what happened? The last I saw that he was a guest on Ricky Gervais's short <laughs> talk show. <laughs> I was actually. Um, it was the thing with Jimmy Savile was that he there were rumours about him for so long and comedians and musicians and everyone had a story or you know like a like a half-heard anecdote or whatever and when he died they laid him like in state next to um leeds train station because i was doing some gigs in leeds and i got off the train and there was a massive long queue of people and i was like what what's going on here and the woman was like, oh, we're queuing up to go and pay our last respects to Jimmy Savile. <laughs> he did, like, an open coffin in the hotel next door. <laughs> like, it was it was absolutely insane. <laughs> Nuts. And then people were getting angry when they uh, said they were going to bury him in a specific graveyard because their uh, loved ones were also buried in the same graveyard. <laughs> they thought it was disrespectful. <laughs> and I was like, he's finally dead now. I don't think he's going to do anything else. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, 20 to 1. Tom, did you do the remake of it? They had, like, I know Cody and Thorno hosted a season each. And then, I did not. Then Cody <clears throat> angered all the um, BTS fans. That's right. Yeah. He and did. he didn't even talk about tits. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the original, I say. <laughs> what yeah, can you really. remember much of Angry Anderson's thoughts on Jamie Lee Curtis's tits? Uh, just that they are good. 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of like, whoa, that scene where she's <laughs> doing the strip, not uh, bad. <laughs> and then it's like, remember Selma Hayek? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, at the end of that first round, the scores are Tim and Irvi, you're both on one point. Lloyd, you're on three, but in the lead on five points. It's Tom Ballard. I'm going to go, hang on, I'm going to go get my trophy from yeah. um, last time <laughs> I played this. Hang on one second. <laughs> one of there six people who own those trophies. That's so cool. Loving it. Yeah. It All is right. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> this round is called Nine to Five. What a way to make a living. Now we've all had jobs, and sometimes that's great, and sometimes that's not so great. In this round, we're talking about those jobs that have stayed with us. And today, we're talking about a young Tim Hewitt. Now, mm. when Tim first moved to Melbourne, he would get work through an agency that would supply actors and models for a variety. Of different roles. Mm. But what job did Tim do once that he remembers, but also does not remember if he got paid for it? Mm. Was it A, he was modelling the outfits for an online costume hire business, so somewhere online you can see Huey dressed up as the Riddler, Borat, <laughs> and a doctor whose name was Dr. Seymour Bush. <laughs> was it B it was for a pamphlet on inclusion and equality in the workplace and Huey had to be photographed in a wheelchair while doing a bunch of different tasks including typing in a desk photocopying and one of him sitting sadly alone eating lunch while other co-workers were all laughing on the other end of the table that's <laughs> B or C he got to a warehouse way out in the suburbs and was asked to strip down to his underwear oil up and roll around on a silver cloth with four other men and pretend they were in the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of these is true. You can ask Tim as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, he wants you to guess it incorrectly, so he gets your point. You don't have to answer it altogether. You can answer it individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. (laughs) I'm naturally drawn to C, obviously. Mm. Um, so, So you went... You went to a uh, a warehouse, sort of in the outer suburbs. Yeah, you, you're sort of ro- like Preston ro- area. Yeah, yeah, and you're rolling around on was it silver cloth? Yeah, so the floor was all blue, um, and they had it was not alfoil, but kind of like alfoil, and it sort of shimmered and sort of would be tucked under bits of it, sort of covering just our underpants, I guess. Um, yeah, me and a couple of fellas. <laughs> Oiled up. What were you advertising or modelling for? What was the, I think? What was um, I, well, I don't think it was an ad. <laughs> uh, but just sort of was Jimmy Savile there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a, you know just an artistic piece. It's art, so you know something to think about. <laughs> so, how old are you when you first moved to Melbourne? Ah, uh, 22, 20, uh, 23, 24. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. And how long um, after did you do that um, art piece? <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, did you arrive in out. the Melbourne CBD with two suitcases? And, yeah. yeah. and a passing man said, you boy, you want to be a star? <laughs> Chewing bubble gum. Yeah. Hey, boy, have I got the job for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the rest uh, is history. Do, that changed yeah. my career. Do you still keep in touch with the other fellas? <laughs> oh, yeah, big time, big time. We're still in a group chat. The Slippery Boys. <laughs> He's slippery not even swimmers. trying to pretend this is real, i got to say. Yeah. Um, I have questions about the brochure. Um, mm. So it was a diversity and inclusion brochure, and you you had to be in a wheelchair? Yes. Right, and then doing various it, office activities. 
Yeah, sort of like stock photos yeah, right. that they were okay. using, hoping for in inclusivity. Uh, and in the yeah. photo where you were alone by yourself and everyone was laughing at you, was that why were they laughing mm. at you? Um, I think it was sort of, you know, you'd have something like that and then over it would be a, a really cool sort of... Uh, clip art sort of image like bullying and then you put a big cross through it and that's sort of an example of bullying and stuff right like but were they bullying you because you were in a wheelchair or because of your fat theater ass or what, <laughs> what specifically <laughs> were they that's a good thing about being in the chair <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one can know you're thick when you're in the chair man. Um, <laughs> Is that why you were in the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> your, your back couldn't support your thick ass. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, the spinal yeah. injury from it. Yeah, too much junk. Yeah. <laughs> Sad stuff. Um, uh, what did Dr. Seymour Bush look like? Um, you know, like, yeah, sort of classic. You know, you had sort of almost like a CD thing that was supposed to be the doctor's headpiece and just, just yep. sort of tasteful green scrubs. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. wasn't too naughty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What costume uh, place was it? Um, you know, Arthur Daly's? <laughs> on City Street. It's sort of, yeah, sort of ones like that. You Fuck off. Uh, I don't like that, <laughs> but not that one. Okay. Arthur not, Daly's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't called Borat. It was like called European Man. <laughs> you didn't infringe any copyright. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the riddler would have been like the trickster. Yeah. Yes. Question <laughs> yeah. mark, man. Yeah, question mark. Yeah. I watched Batman Forever recently. That's how that's how deep my de- lockdown depression was. I was watching Batman <laughs> fucking forever. It was so good. Loved yeah, it. Jim Carrey have, rules. Have you seen the Val Kilmer documentary? Not no, yet, I've heard no. that's amazing. Is it I, crazy? I very, I very much recommend it. And yes, it is crazy. Oh, cool. <laughs> this is Dr. He, J. He's made about himself and his own career. Is that right? He's basically taken a camcorder onto every single film set, play, whatever he's done in his career, and he talks about his career, and he talks about how much he hated doing Batman Forever. <laughs> because once he was in the Batman costume, he couldn't move. <laughs> And all the acting he could do is just with his mouth. <laughs> it's 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 very candid and very fun, and lots of people say he's incredibly difficult to work with. But he's he's a good value. The camcorder might have something to do with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard the documentary makes you want to watch Top Gun again. I've heard the Top Gun oh. stuff's very good. It, what it really made me want to watch again is the island of Doctor Moreau, oh. <laughs> because that was an absolute nightmare, and the director quit. And also, Marlon Brando refused to to do a lot of the scenes, and so they yeah. had to get a lookalike. In. Oh. <laughs> yes. And he's he's interviewing the lookalike on camera, saying, "Hey, what's your name?" <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Alright, what do people mm. think? Okay, any more questions or do we gonna we think we know what Tim did? Um uh, one sorry, one more question for me. Uh, so you didn't, you can't remember whether you got paid for any of these whatsoever. I can't it was it was one of those ones. Yeah, I can't distinctly remember. Just the exposure. Uh, 
months. So you get yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, you send an invoice and it's like maybe six months later you get it. You're like, oh, what was that even for? Mm. Yeah. How much were you paid? Um, well, yeah, sort of 150 bucks. Yeah, pretty good. There you go. Anyone <laughs> listening? If you want Tim to do any of these, he can buy it. One fifty bucks. This is OnlyFans now. Okay, yeah. but just to clarify, the final one, the one in the ocean, you you're not yeah. even gonna suggest anything that it was advertising <laughs> or what it was for, but rather you were yeah. just taken to a warehouse in the outer suburbs and told to ride around as if you're in the ocean. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. an art thing. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, do we just right. say which one? Which yeah, which one do you think, Irvi? We'll kick off with you. I think it's A. You think it's A? Yeah. Okay, uh, Lloyd. I think it's actually C. I had a friend of mine who once uh, got a modeling job, and halfway through the shoot, the guy was saying, Okay, we've taken photographs of you with clothes on. Why don't we take some without clothes on? He, <laughs> he did some topless, and then the guy was like, uh, now take your pants off and he goes ah oh, no no and then maybe six months later he was in sixth form college his friend was flicking through a lads magazine and all of the shirtless photographs of him were at the very back advertising yeah, yes. sex chat lights oh my god I think Tim has been t- taken in under the pretense of art <laughs> <laughs> and used for his oily body <laughs> Tom, what do you think? Oily body. Um, <laughs> sorry, Lloyd. Uh, look, I think if it was B, if, if, if Tim Hewitt had at some point posed as a guy to wheelchair for a diversity pamphlet, I would have we would have heard about it through the medium of stand-up comedy. I just refuse to believe that would not have been turned into material. Um, I'm going to go with A as well. Yeah, you're with A as well. The correct answer was C. That was an oily body boy. Yeah. What? Well done, Lloyd. Wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Where can we access these pictures? I, I don't yeah. know. I'll, have, I'll genuinely have a look for them. I think there was one. From, they were quite artists. And was it for art? Is did, You know, it was actually an yeah, artist. Yeah, I think it was like a student um, photography, you know, final thing. Yeah. They're really good. Really good photos. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. So yeah, I, yeah, I'll send him through, Ballard. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I, I've, I've been tricked so many times by local newspapers of going. I oh, just, uh, just do a wacky one, just a wacky one. We, we've got all these ones where you're looking serious and stuff, but just and that's always the one they go for. So I'm sure at 22, 23, I also would have went. All right, I'll, I'll oil up and roll around on this aluminium foil. Yeah, yeah. I got put right up the back. I think. Shirts off. He's like, okay, you, you can go right up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the end, end of that round, the scores are Irvy, you're still on one point. Tim, you're now on three points. Lloyd's on four points. And in the lead on five points still, it's Tom Ballard. All right. We're going to take a break now. Listen to some ads. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
All right, we're back. Now, this round is called Knowing You, Knowing Me. In this round, I'll read a story about someone on the show, and you have to decide if it happened to them or it happened to me. You get a point if you're correct. A point to the person to the story may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So you're going to ask us as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, we both want you not to get the point. Okay, so to Tim. Was it Irvi or myself whose partner said to us, I love how you don't care how you look when you dance? <laughs> you can ask us questions. All right. Um, is this a, I guess to both of you, is this a current partner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. That's interesting. And do you, could you guys tell me what event this was after perhaps? What triggered this? Um, okay. So I have always been told that I can't dance and um, my earliest memory of dancing at a party, um, my friend pulled me aside and was like, Hey, um, let's go home and teach you how to dance. So it's been a real life. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, and then one time I was doing <laughs> karaoke at Rotti and I like kind of, you know, it had been a big night. I just um, sung lots of Amy Winehouse and I felt like really free and stuff. Mm. Um, and then we went back home and then, um, yeah, Jonathan, my boyfriend was like, I love how you just don't give a shit how you look when you dance. It's really cute. <laughs> Um, and then I cried for hours outside four yeah. boys' rooms. Um, so oh, I might remember it's really that, popular, yeah. <laughs> Reed Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Josh? I, we used to go to an uh, indie nightclub called Weekender, which I think I'm not even sure if it's there because that's how old I am. But I would dance mm. and, you know, I, would, I was young and I would get into it. Mm. And Beck was trying to sell me it was like a positive thing. I, I kind of took it as a negative thing, but she was like, no, no, like she's, she felt like she was always so self-conscious. And I, and I, I had, a, had a confidence that, you know, was above my sure. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all exciting stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel the pain because I've often, I've, I've had it. Talia and Sam Tornan pulled me aside after a comedy <laughs> festival and, and said, you've got to stop dancing. <laughs> so I can feel both your pain. Um, I'm going to say it is Irvi. You yeah. are correct, Tim. Yeah, point yes. number two. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a lot of um, painstaking detail there. <laughs> yeah, I can is see Jonathan. Is Jonathan a good dancer? Something. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. Jonathan No, dance. he dances with his head and, like, it's just like that. You know, I mean, you no know, one can see, but um, just bobbing up and down. Like, But guys can get away with it, whereas, like, I feel like girls have to, like, really give it everything. And then if you do it and you get burned, it's really painful. See, I find that guys, when they dance, they kind of all pretend they're taking the piss with it. Yeah. Like they don't yeah. really, where I think women can very much just go with it and feel a lot more comfortable. But guys, I feel like, oh, we're just kind of joking around. But yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Not me. That's why I was pariah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you a dancer, Lloyd? Do you, do you cut a rug? Very much not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable in my own body yet. <laughs> 38 years old. I'm kind of still growing into myself. <laughs> I think it's a comedian's thing. I feel like comedian. Have you ever been to like a party where it's just comedians? Like everyone sucks at dancing. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm always sort of lingering around the sidelines. <laughs> the thing dancing at the comedy festival, you're in a room full of people who would have at high school stood back and made fun of everyone on the dance floor. It's like, entire, yeah. like yeah. 500 people were standing there doing that. It's 50 people dancing sarcastically, like, oh yeah, yeah dancing. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. I'm so witty. <laughs> I, I was at the um, hi fi club once and I was chatting to, you know, there's that 
sort of mezzanine bar. Yeah. Mm. I was ha- having a drink with um, James Acaster and he goes, look down onto the stage and Anne was dancing on the stage <laughs> topless. <laughs> <laughs> and a security guard was trying to throw her out without <laughs> touching her. That's epic. Yeah, it was pretty good. Were you together at that stage, or is that the moment? Yeah, we were. That's we, the girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she she put her top on and came back up to the mezzanine and went, "Right, me and you are going." <laughs> That's hot, man. This place is full of squares. Let's play this joint. Uh, all right, so a point there to Tim. To Irvi, was it Tom or me who, very early into our relationship with our partner, was making dinner? things started getting sexual and before we realised it but a little bit after our partners did we realised we hadn't washed all the chilli off our hands is Ooh. it Tom or is it me um okay what were your what happened after like what did your partners do my partner yelled at me <laughs> and then went and washed her vagina <laughs> <laughs> a daily occurrence <laughs> yeah okay that's I feel a pain uh, what about you Tom uh, my boyfriend yelled at me and then went and washed his vagina. <laughs> Sorry, man vagina, i.e. asshole. <laughs> I thought it was such a, uh, This was within the first three months of going out. I thought I'd be nice and romantic, cook the dinner, and, uh, and, and yes, we were getting intimate and uh, everything was going well. And then he started, um, well, screaming. Yes, he really did start screaming. And then we had to wrap it up. Yeah, okay. And what happened with you, Josh? It's pretty much the same. Like, it was, like, very early on, about mm-hmm. four months in, and, yeah, I was making I was making a dinner and then didn't wash my hands afterwards. Yeah. Such a grotty boy to touch someone and not wash their hands beforehand. But, uh, yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Okay. I'm going to say <laughs> it's Josh. You are incorrect. It was Tom Bella. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I'm going to lose this. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have sex. Whatever. That's cool. Just wanted to get in there. All right, point there for Tom. All right, to Tom. Now, was it Lloyd or myself who, while on tour, was invited to eat at a random family's home, which we accepted, which turned into a three-course lunch? They then drove us to the gig, and while we were on stage, the mum of the family started heckling us. <laughs> is it Lloyd or is it me? Uh, Lloyd, where, where did this happen? Uh, it happened to me um, the first time I was in New Zealand. Um, I got like a random email from a from a family saying, "Oh, we've heard you on the radio before. Do you want to come <laughs> around our house for lunch?" And I was like, mm. "And I asked a few people, and they were like, don't go." And then <laughs> I, 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 my agent was like, "Ah, oh, it's New Zealand. Like, it'll be fine." <laughs> And um, I did like a Google, I did like a Google search of maps of their house to look what the house looked like from the street. And I also told um, some friends where I was going and what time I was due back. And you went by yourself? I went by myself and I was, in, I was initially worried because she, the, the mum picked me up in the car and when we were driving to the house... She asked me if I knew a specific British comedian and the only thing I knew about the specific British comedian was that he was a swinger and he very much enjoyed going to sex parties. Oh my. <laughs> so I was I, I was on I was kind of on guard. 
Okay. But it but it, it was it, it was fine. It was a good lunch with good conversation. Yeah, it, it was. Um, I had like rare roast beef with all the trimmings, and then it was a uh, it was a salted caramel tiramisu. <laughs> Okay, and then at the gig that night, what kind of stuff was she heckling? She was heckling because she sort of thought she knew you, and it was like a funny joke. Yeah, yeah, she was like right in the front row, and she kept like <laughs> chipping in and stuff. And I was like, "Look, we're not at your dinner table now, so I'm not. I'm, I'm going to stop showing you the respect that I did. You deserved in your own house." I basically told her to shut up. Mm. Uh, Joshy boy, where did this happen to you? It was in Mandura, in WA. So I was there doing the cake show and it was the person who owned the theatre, like the theatre. And so she was like, oh, while you're in town, come and have lunch with us. And so me and my tech, Chantal, who the woman who owned the theatre kept on just, she just assumed that we were a couple. Mm, and great. she was just there to, you know, <laughs> sell the T-shirts at the end of the show, not the actual tech of the show. And so I felt okay because they were like oh well there's Mandra not much to do and she was like you know she, they'd bought the show so I thought alright I'll, I'll be nice and Chantel came along and the lunch was great and then that, at the gig she was in the audience because it was like her kind of little theatre but she kept on saying we don't believe you when I'd be <laughs> and I was like Cause I don't you know, didn't make that cake, you cunt. Yeah, because I hope my, that show is all about writing letters to Ida Buttrose. And uh, and it's all comedy. Like, it's as if I actually did write letters to her. But I'd be reading them out and she'd just be going, we don't believe you. And I'm like this. And, and they, they were pre-recorded bits as well. I was just sitting there typing. and they were, So I couldn't stop and just go, hey. Yeah, so I just had to kind of look at her and do a bit of shush. Yeah. <laughs> These are good two good pictures. Um, just for the sake of it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that probably the owner of a theatre wouldn't heckle her own show, or maybe maybe they do in Mandra. I don't know. I'm gonna say it happened to Lloyd. You are correct. It did happen to Lloyd. Yeah. Yay. Point there for Tom. Yeah. Good stuff. So you, you didn't tell her to shut up, though, Lloyd. You were very polite. No, no, I told her to shut up at the okay. gig. Yeah. I, and I've 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 met up with to them. The crowd that. that she that you'd been at her place for lunch that day and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've met up with them when I, if I go to Auckland, I normally I'll meet up with them for a drink yeah. or something. So you didn't say, "Hey, I don't come and knock the English comedians' dicks out of your mouth." <laughs> 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 All right. Hot? Would you have swung? The guy, that the <laughs> guy, the guy. I won't say the name of the comedian, but um, you, if you want to know who it is, he was also a Teletubby. Whoa. Tinky Winky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, now to Lloyd. Was it Tim or was it myself? Who, when we were in our twenties, early twenties, we were on a, we went on our way to a job interview, and while we were there walking, there was, we were caught in a flash flood. We got absolutely drenched, and also having to be wearing a white shirt. So when we turned up to the interview, we sat there with our CV in our hands and our nipples clearly showing. We still got the job though. Was it Tim or was it myself? (laughs) Okay, so um, I'll ask Tim. What was the interview for, Tim? Well, you know, uh, as you know, I was doing a lot of sort of photo shoots at the time. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's just say the wet nipples didn't hurt. <laughs> well, it's like a whole Tim Hewitt universe. Like yeah. all the stories yeah. fit in with each other. Like, there's like yeah. different phases. This is amazing. Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a photo shoot thing for 
um, or not a photo shoot, like a like a topless waiter audition thing. Yeah. So I only did a couple of them. <laughs> a topless waiter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The hens parties. Um, I used to not be fat, but. <laughs> <laughs> Because I imagine if you went for a um, an audition for a topless waiter, that you would have to um, become topless. Yeah, at some point. Do, during, at some point, yeah. yeah but it's a bit of decorum. You don't have to get off the train station in, in the G-Banger, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the cuffs on the train. <laughs> Just to double check, you haven't got any like swastika tattoos yeah. or... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. Errant nipples. And... Um, <laughs> Josh, how about you? It was a job uh, working at a school doing their after-school program, like a tutoring program. And was the are you saying the flood was high enough that your it rained? So ah, yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't just but it was raining so much that it actually was flooding. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. and this was walking through Collingwood as well. Yeah, and so very old drainage system mm. through the back streets of Collingwood, and it was just and like I got there, there was nothing I could do, like. Not, not even like go into the change rooms or the toilets and use the hand towel, like hand dryer. I was just in the school like foyer, just going, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to see the principal for this job." And yeah, I got the job. They didn't even. They didn't. I. I was like, "I'm so sorry. It's just been raining." And like, but she didn't even yeah. question it. Obviously, if, they they just need to fill that role. They went, "Yeah, you've got it." I think if if a man <laughs> turned up with incredibly erect nipples at the school I worked at, I may. <laughs> Give them a very intense interrogation. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it has to be. I think it has to be Josh. Lloyd, I you, Josh. you are correct. It was me. Yes, it was me. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, they never brought it up. They never said. Even when I was there, like I worked there for six years, the principal still didn't say, "Hey, remember when you came with your nipple showing for the interview?" Like, yeah. all right. At the end of that round, the scores are Irvi, you still on one point. Tim, you're on four. Lloyd's on five. Tom's on seven. It's, it's still close. Anyone's game. Mm. All right. This is our last round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. Point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Question one. This should be easy. Who was sitting on the toilet last week when Melbourne had its earthquake? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Tim. No, it was Tom. A point off Lloyd. Oh. I only said it was easy because we know, knew you were in bed with Anne. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually also on the toilet this oh. week. I'm like, I didn't know I was telling you that. <laughs> Don't know how you know. Um. Yeah. Pooping, well, well, at a magnitude 5.9, baby. It was pretty cool. We recorded that day, this one as well. It was like the whole day I was a bit jittery, just going, oh, there's going to be an aftershock. Nothing. So I looked it up. It was totally. it was 5.9 magnitude. Fukushima was 6.9. So I don't know like how much of a difference. Obviously, that's a substantial difference, but like that's a lot. That's pretty. That's a lot closer than you would think to the actual the level of the Fukushima. Mm. Well, Newcastle, when Newcastle, like back in the yeah. 80s, had their big one, that was 5.8 as well. And that like all, all the power went out. I mean, we've just, yeah. you know, we've, we build a bit better these days, but it was a thing. It was like, because I remember someone saying the power, like not hearing the electricity in the air was the weirdest thing after that. Like, because normally you hear just a faint buzz, but the fact that it was dead, dead quiet. 
apart from wow. those Knights fans going, come on, Matty Johns. That's it. <laughs> Do I get well, it? <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> well, the funniest thing is uh, like just that one burger shop and they're just looking around like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one else? <laughs> oh, no. Betty's. <laughs> All right, question two. Whose dad is insisting that his first grandchild call him by his actual name? Uh, Tim. Yes, Tim. Uh, Lloyd. No, that was Tom as well. Another one there for oh. <laughs> They asked, you know, my dad, what do you want to be called? Grandpa or, or you know, Papa or Pop Pop? And my dad said, Neil. <laughs> I want the baby to call me Neil. And we tried to explain. <laughs> That's fucking insane, you robot. You cold, psychotic robot. And so I think you're going to be grandpa. Yeah. I've got a Neil. few friends, friends who's. Grandma kids and Neil! Call them by their first name. I always find just let them call your dad or mom or pop or papa or whatever. Like it's just a weird, yeah. Just let totally. them know. Are you gonna be you gonna be dad, Lloyd? Yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> first, first name feels very formal. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd, it's like you're a staff member. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Question two: Who once came out of a portaloo backstage at a music festival only to see the leader of the opposition next in line? Tom. Yes, Tom. Um, Tim Hewitt? Yes, it was Tim Hewitt. Point there for Tom. Big Elbow. Oh, Elbow, was it? Albanese, oh, right. yeah. That's Splendor. What? Uh, what oh, Splendor. You know how they do like Q&A before yeah. the comedy? And he was in there in RMs <laughs> and I'd just done a huge, you know, <laughs> ping of shit. <laughs> and he was like, only P's in there, I hope. I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, good stuff. He's out of touch. <laughs> Not that DJ Elbow. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Elbow. <laughs> But did he say to you, did he try and talk comedy with you? Is that what? Yeah, and then they sort of awkwardly have to sit around with the comedians and they're just like, yeah, brave what you guys do. Especially <laughs> 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 the country. <laughs> uh, question yeah. four. Who wags school and missed out on seeing a star of Harry Potter who was playing golf on the course next to their campus? Lloyd. Mm. Yes, Lloyd. Irvy. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Irvy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, we used to just like smoke cigarettes there, but um, one day we were wagging school. It was like the one day that Draco Malfoy was um, playing golf at Albert Park, and all these girls got like selfies with him, and like because he's hot and stuff. Um, I was really sad. He's just been. Uh, he was just taken off a golf course because he like collapsed or something. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd, I feel like I should have more details to, to, to bring up that up. I was just trying to come up with an eagle Patronus kind of joke, but I just couldn't get there. But it's there. <laughs> Listeners, if you don't make it yourself, go for it. <laughs> Question five. Who was a very small child, fell in a hole in the shallow part of the ocean and had to be saved by about 20 lifeguards? Irvy. Yes, Irvy. Is it uh, Lloyd? It is Lloyd, yeah. Yes, point for Irvy. fuck yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the lifeguards in Wales must be on high. I alert. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Someone's at the beach. Oh my god, what do we do? Twenty lifeguards too. That's a lot. That, it, it happened in Tunisia. I fell oh, when a speedboat takes off the the mortar makes like a big hole in the sand, like a um at a big depression and I was a toddler and I fell in down in the hole 
but fortunately there was a jetty next to the hall and the lifeguards were training. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing like ex physical exercises on the jetty and so I think my mum shouted and then obviously they all dived in and one of them saved me. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> Good cute. stuff. Uh, question six. Who used to dress up as Zorro and hand out presents to children? Uh, Tim. Yes, Tim. Ballard. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I want, wanted attention at Christmas, of course. I, I forget who it was, but some, some friend of our um, extended family would dress up as Santa Claus. They had, I think maybe he was a fireman or something, but they used to, like... Um, uh, Santa would arrive on a fire truck and I got to ride on the fire truck with him and uh, I wanted to mix it up. Elf is very boring and very hack. So I decided to go with uh, the legendary Spanish sword-wielding hero, Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids would have been how come the hamburglers next to Santa Claus question seven who used to shoplift by getting their partner to flirt with the cashier Lloyd yes Lloyd I'm going to say Irvy <laughs> yes you were right it was Irvy yeah. yeah that was me um, this is one time it was like all in training for our um, not training but just like in preparation for our high school formal and um we just had no money, so we had to steal his tie. And my boyfriend at the time flirted with the um, shop assistant while I took the tie in my bag and ran out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's pretty exciting, and we told it told that story a million times. It's like the reverse honeypot. <laughs> yeah. Get <the> boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. One would argue, like, why am I stealing his stuff? But um, <laughs> there was a lot in it for me too, I'm sure. Listen to you, you're smoking on your wagon school. Yeah, I used to be a rebel. Stealing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was a nerdy rebel. All right, question eight. Who once pinned their arm to the wall for 45 minutes trying to charge their phone using the outlet behind their couch? Um, Irvy. <laughs> yes, Irvy. Lloyd? Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how did this work, Lloyd? I was uh, staying at my brother's and I went to the power socket was behind the sofa and I went to plug the charger into the socket and my body weight pushed the sofa sort of pinion in my arm against the wall and because I was leaning on the sofa with my body weight and my arm was trapped I was sort of like st stuck <laughs> have you seen that film 127 hours yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like that <laughs> And so, <laughs> I was thinking I would have to cut my arm off and like, make, make a real mess of this offer. No offence, Lloyd, but this feels like, you know, when Homer's like about to get his arms amputated in the vending machine. <laughs> it's like, just let go of the power. Yeah, I don't really get it. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I was, it was like a sort of... Um, it would have been, yeah, wedged up here. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the physics of the situation meant that I couldn't move. Yeah. Okay. And they also had a they also had a cat that didn't like me, and I was worried that that, that it was going to eat my core. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, there are a range of life savers life savers nearby that yeah. were able to <laughs> <laughs> That was handy. Question nine: Who remembers being very upset as a child that Peter Van der Hoogen Band was a drug cheat? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Tim. Yes, he was. Mm. Yeah, point there for Lloyd. Mm. No, no human could beat our Thorpey unless it was uh, <laughs> cheating. 
And our final question for the game. Who at a gig in the Yarra Valley thought they had some fans yelling out but soon realised they were not fans and wanted to fight this person? Tim. Yes, Tim. Tom. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> Point there for oh, Tim, okay. yes. <laughs> sorry, Carl, out. I know. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm sure I've probably told you that story before, yes. But we, I was with Carl Chandler at a rural gig and uh, these guys were yelling out and I was like, Hey, guys. Thanks very much. I <laughs> what they were saying. And then they started approaching the car and Carl was like, get in, we need to leave. And as we drove off, they banged on the side of the car. And I was like, oh hmm, maybe they don't like Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just dumb, dumb club fans. Uh, <laughs> right, at the end of the game, the scores are Irvy. You got to three points. Yay, at the end. go me. Nice. Tim Hewitt on six points. Lloyd Langford on seven points. But our winner on eight points is Tom Ballard. He keeps the trophy. Oh, Yay. Congrats. Yay. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> now, because you win, Tom, you can plug or promote whatever you want to do. Where can people find Ooh. you? Hot dang. People can find me on Twitter at Tom C. Ballard. I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old. And my website's tomballard.com.au And I'll have some gigs at some point, I'm sure <laughs> No, you won't, we're staying in forever <laughs> No, probably not, uh, you're right <laughs> Hey Lloyd, where can people find you? Um, I am on uh, the internet Yeah <laughs> Find me Find him on the internet There you go uh, Huey, what do you got? Uh, yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram at HueyBaby. Do funny videos there. And uh, I've also got a relatively new <laughs> podcast with my friend Zach Dyer called Feed and Bra. So please give that a listen. Excellent. And Irvi Majumda? Um, you can find me on just Instagram, Facebook um, uh, with my name. And I also do a podcast with Jordan Barn on a wolf called Sex and the Sex in the Sex. Um, it's a Sex and the City podcast. Yep. <laughs> you talk about all the characters? Yeah, every single one. Including life. even New York City, the fifth character? Yeah, we will talk about <laughs> that bitch a lot. <laughs> hey, everyone, thanks for uh, joining the Patreon. Uh, a whole bunch of new Patreon subscribers. This week's one coming out is with uh, Dave O'Neill, where we count down the greatest 80s synth tracks. His choice. <laughs> it's a good, good Great. listen. Uh, go to patreon.com slash DYKWIA. Thanks, everyone, for coming along. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.